morning, Tuesday morning. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily. Welcome from me, Goff, and welcome to the book of Hebrews that we're just taking a few verses each day to help us in, uh, in following Jesus day by day. Uh, let's pray and see what the Lord has for us this morning. Lord, thank you that as soon as we stop like this and turn to you, you hear us. You, you're, you're, you're there for us. We, we. It, 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 what a, what a privilege. What a, what a birthright we have as, uh, as your sons and daughters. And so we, we take this opportunity now, and we say, Lord, would you speak to us as we start a new day? We want to hear your voice. We want to walk well. We want to please you. So come and speak to us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we're in chapter 12, and it's getting very practical now. Uh, the walk of faith. We've had the heroes of faith. Now it's the walk of faith. It's very practical how we can be men and women of faith. And we've said so many times the last few weeks, the walk of faith is not always easy. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> so, you know, it's, got a, it's a wonderful journey we're on, but it's not always easy in, in the going. And now we've got this, this encouragement in the second half of chapter 12, making every effort... Verse 14, make every effort to live in peace with everyone. Saw that yesterday. And to be holy, make every effort. Don't, don't be a slacker, don't drift. Order your day well. Start with a devotional time. Don't stay up late at night so you wreck the next morning and miss your devotions. You know, it's um, make every effort. Live well, plan well. Okay, and then we got to uh, verse 16. Uh, it's about being holy, and now he says here, See that no one is sexually immoral or godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance, his inheritance right as the oldest son. Wow. Okay, you know the story of Esau and Jacob. I mean, Jacob doesn't come out very well in it, but you know that what the point being made is, you remember Esau, he's the... He's the man's man, the hunter. He's out hunting and he comes in famished. Jacob's a bit of a mummy's boy and he's in the kitchen and, and so on. Um, and, but, he's, but he's sneaky. Jacob's the, the you know, he's, anyway, Esau comes in really hungry. He's been out hunting and he said, oh, I need some food. And his brother, um, well, you know the story. I'm only going to give you something if you give me your birthright. I, I, you, you know, there's a price before. And of course, basically, for for a single meal, for a little bit of physical uh, uh, satisfaction, he, in the spur of a moment, he sold his birthright for the sake of a meal. Okay, a moment of madness. It's often, uh, you know, politicians are quite good at this, aren't they? you know, they're caught out. Someone's found something out, and uh, you know, they've been—I don't know—they've had an affair or something, and they use that for. Oh, I don't know what came over. A moment of madness. Well, that's kind of human nature is prone to moments of madness. We've said earlier on in the chapter. You know, we 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 have we've we've got an enemy: the world, the flesh, the devil, um, and we see all around us people. Just, just shipwrecking their lives, all sorts of crazy reasons, and dare I say, God forbid, even amongst the family of God, um, the, the, this happens from time to time. Moments of madness. 
foolishness. People who are not planning their lives and their days well, and um, they, they uh, a moment of madness for the sake of a meal. And that's the context. That's what he's saying here. See to it that no one is sexually immoral or godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance. A moment's pleasure, a moment's satisfaction cost him very, very dear. That's the point of this story here. And, you know, just to say here, yes, we believe in the grace of God. Oh, yes, we do. We do believe in the grace of God. But the book of Hebrews especially does make it very clear to us with very real warnings. I mean, you, you know, don't, please let's not argue these warnings away. Oh, they don't really count. the great, they, 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 They're real warnings. And we need to take them as such. Because if we, let's read on a bit. For the sake of a single meal, he sold his inheritance as the oldest son. Afterwards, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he could not change what he had done. Now, actually, this is the, I've just read the NIV in the, in the ESV and other translations. He could not repent. He couldn't turn around. He couldn't turn it around. He couldn't repent. I don't know why, quite why he, um, the NIV drops the word repent. Um, so afterwards, when he wanted to inherit, he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he couldn't change what he had done. Now, what is that? What's that saying? Does it? Does it? Is it saying that there are times in a Christian in the Christian life when um, there's no way back? Well, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it's saying that. Um, but let's 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 look at what let's take this as uh, face value. There's a very strong warning being given here. Make every effort to live in peace. Make every effort to be holy. Without that, you're not going to see the Lord. Don't fall short of the grace of grace of God. You need the grace of God in your life daily, regularly, enjoying the grace of God, living in the grace of God. See to it that no one is sexually immoral. Now. What, 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 what is this really saying? Um, as I said, we mustn't dilute these warnings away and say, oh, they don't really apply. Um, it's only if, if, you're, uh, if people are persistently immoral. Well, I think that is true. If, you, if people persist in a course of action, um, then I do believe there comes a point where hearts are hardened and it's no longer possible to you can't repent there's no you can't hear god's voice anymore you know if you if you continue to tell yourself it's okay to do this it's okay to watch that it's okay to indulge in that if you if you if you tell yourself that enough times i do believe there's a hardening of the heart that's why the writer of the hebrews says today if you hear his voice don't harden your heart because i do believe and i you know as a pastor i would say i've seen that over the years where where people, that their hearts have gradually become hardened and they've fallen away. Now, I'm making no judgment about their eternal destiny. Um, when Paul writes to the Corinthians, he talks about the immoral brother being, you know, put him out of church so that he might be saved yet through fire. Now, I don't know what that means and I don't really want to know what it means, but it doesn't sound very good to me. So in other words, I, uh, it, it, but the point of no return, is there a point of no, no repentance for Christians? I think this, this, this passage would, 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 would say that um, because be, you've just become hardened. You can't hear the Holy Spirit. You can't find that place of true repentance anymore. 
you're taking that you've trodden the grace of God underfoot not necessarily saying anything about your eternal destiny of course there are other people in church life who are superficial Christians in other words they they're living they like being in the setting they like being in that environment and and they uh, and so on and so forth but they've never really made a, a wholehearted commitment to the Lord Jesus so there are those sort of things going on here as well but for, for you and I let's take these warnings at face value make every make every effort we want to we want to walk the walk of faith we, we we've got a wonderful future we've got the grace of God in our lives let's make every effort to live at peace with one another yes let's do that in a, a contrary culture um, let's let's look to be holy Lord I want to please you today Lord, I, um, uh, I, you know, the whole thing of make, making good paths to your feet. I want to, I want to live my life well, not just drift through life carelessly and uh, uh, you, you forfeiting your peace and enjoyment of the Lord for a moment of fleeting pleasure. God forbid, God forbid. That's why we need fellowship. We need dear friends who will, who will encourage us, warn us, hold us accountable when we're battling with temptation because dear Esau he he lost so much just for momentary pleasure and he couldn't he couldn't find his way back and God forbid that we should become hardened in our hearts and uh, uh, no longer be hearing the whispers of the Lord as he seeks to guide us Lord these are sobering words they're, they're, they're really sobering words and we we thank you for your grace and your kindness lord thank you that you love us and you pursue us and you you you've given us everything we need for life and godliness and we want to live in the good of that today so help us lord we want to live in peace we want to be peacemakers we want to we want to be holy we want to please you and we want to have hearts that are open lord i do pray today as we hear your voice we won't be hardened but we'll respond in obedience to you. So lead us, I pray, go with us into today. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Have a great day. And I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. We must sing a song this week. I'll work on it. Bye now.